0: work hard oh, there were some people either in first service or that went on the, the trip to Saudi with us hey i'm um, i'm going to tell you just a little bit about why i chose this uh, this title for our for my message this morning and uh, with that i have to uh, i have to say that you you're going to have to be involved today i hope that's okay with you i hope you didn't come just to sit in a pew and enjoy your little spot, because we're going to have you do a couple of things together. Is that okay? All right, I got some shurs. I got a couple. uh. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. So it's not going to hurt, I promise. But we went, to, um, we went out and did a camp weekend with our students that are going to the Belize Mission and, and our leaders as well. And one of the things that I think draws us together is when we have a, a scripture or a, a common theme that we can use. And so I took some scripture and I thought, this has a common theme of, of the, the little piece that I just shared with you. And, uh, and so we had them, I, I would come out and say, okay, every time we hear this at camp, you're going you're gonna to hear somebody go, work hard, and everybody's going to go, together. The whole group would say it really loud together, and we were in different places, and, and uh, Preston was there, and uh, she can attest to the fact that um, there were lots of, every time, you'd hear it every once in a while, way off in the distance at camp, work hard, together. Everybody was, so I'm going to give you the chance to really shout it out, to really get excited about working hard together. So I'm going to say, work hard, you're going to say together, and you're going to go throughout the rest of the day, and you're going to do this with the with your family, with whoever you come in contact with, right? right? Okay, so let's try it. You ready? Work hard. Oh, that was good. That was good. That, I think that was louder than first service, their first chance. That was that was really good. I'm going to do it again. This is the thing that I thought this morning. You know, we, every once in a while, anybody hear the music coming from the stadium, or they're, they're announcing the, the stuff from the stadium, and coming in the stadium, and you hear that every once in a while in here? Yeah, once in a while we hear that. So we want them to hear. Scott, would you go open that door? They are going to hear us this morning. Now, uh, so I need you all to stand up because that gets your diaphragm in the right position to sing or to shout loudly. And uh, so here we go. What's that? Yes, and turn and aim for the door. And we're going to say it as loudly as we can, and they are going to hear us this morning. They're going to know something is going on at Faith Coming to Church. Work hard. Oh, that was beautiful. One more, one more. You ready? One more. We're really going to do it this time. This is it. Here we go. Here we go. Work hard. Yeah! Yeah. All right. You guys can have a seat. Fabulous. Thank you, Lord, that we are here this morning and we have the opportunity to work hard together. We invite you to be in the midst of what we do. And we ask, God, that we would take your word with us, and it would last with us, not just today, but into the future, God. Penetrate our hearts today with whatever it is you have for us. It's in your name we pray, amen. I purposely asked if we could not have the scripture up here today so that you guys can get into your Bibles. Um, Often, you do anyway, but if you don't have a Bible here, there are plenty in front of you. Go ahead and grab a Bible, and we're going to look up um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It's way in the back. if you are not familiar with where it's at in the Bible, go ahead and ask somebody around you. That's okay. Way in the back of the Bible. If you've gone to Revelation, you've gone just a little bit too far. It's just before Timothy, First and Second Timothy. So go ahead and, and look that up. Give you just a second to get there. And then keep your Bibles open to that, if you would, as we share today. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 11 through 13. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work among you, who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard, in love, because of their work. Live in peace with each other. The word of the Lord. So the first part of that scripture that we read, I know I kind of it looks like I chopped it up a little bit, and I'll get to that. Uh, we're going to make sure that we see that. But the first part of that scripture, the first word, what's the first word of verse eleven? Therefore, indicating that there is something else that we need to look at, something before that that we need to look at. So if we go back and we look at chapter four or chapter five, verses four, it starts this uh, this idea of what we're thereforeing that we need to look for. So. But if you, uh, excuse me, but you brothers are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. He's talking specifically about the coming, the second coming of Christ. When when Jesus returns, this shouldn't surprise us because um, we should see some of those signs. You are not, you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, um, it continues on to talk about the light. We are sons and daughters of the light of God. And so uh, the therefore is indicating to us um, that because, therefore, because we are sons of the light, we should, as we continue on in that verse, we should encourage one another and build each other up. So that's a, that's a good thing, right? I, I think that's a positive thing. And I thought, well, that's, a, that's fabulous to say, but how do we do it? I want, I want the rubber to meet the road here. How do we do it? And so I thought about how should we, how do we, and how can we encourage one another and build each other up. So I did say we're going to be interactive today. Um, we had our first little interaction, and we worked hard together to to, uh, to shout over to the stadium. We're gonna I'm, I'm going to let you share just a little bit with each other a couple of times, and uh, some things just to prepare ourselves so we have something on our mind. I think sometimes we hear, hey, this is what you're supposed to do, but we don't have any, any words to go and, and carry that out, or we don't have a, a plan of attack, and so this might help us out with that plan just a little bit. So um, you're going to get into a, a group of just a couple of people around you, and I know it can be a little bit awkward, but that's okay. It's not that bad. It's okay. We like each other. It's an okay thing. So um, how can we, do we, and, and should we encourage one another And build each other up. The first one I thought of is that we need to remind each other of the hope we have in Christ. What is that hope? And that's what I want you to start with, to share with those around you. What is the hope of Christ? I I know some of you say, well, I've known that all my life. I don't, you know, we don't. and, And some of you are saying, well, let me think about that. So just for a moment, think about what the hope of Christ is and share with the person next to you. Or a couple of people around you. Go ahead and and do that right now. Again, the idea is that you would have an opportunity to think about what you might share as the hope of Christ. What is, just a couple of answers from some of the groups you can, you can share, anybody can share. What's the hope of Christ? Or what did you guys come up with for your group? Say it again. Eternal life. I hear, there it is. <laughs> the lights are in my eyes. Eternal life. Absolutely. The hope of Christ. Any, anything else? Salvation salvation from what we need to be saved from something from our sin from from ourselves okay absolutely I, I don't disagree with you I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page somebody else said something a better life yeah God's gonna take these old bodies and get rid of them and give us new bodies that's exciting yeah and and, and glorifying him all the time yeah absolutely yes. that we get to see Christ face-to-face and that death is not the end. Absolutely. A life celebrated. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. These are are things... Put them in your heads and remember them. Whatever was shared in your group and, and the things that were shared because these are the things... We need to share this with the, the others in, in, in this room to encourage them. That is a beautiful encouragement. And and to remember that we all have that opportunity to be with Christ forever. That's exciting. So a, another thing that we can do to, uh, to help cr- encourage and build one another up is to share Scripture with each other. Uh, I, I think um, I, I've heard it said, I don't know if you've heard the term, um, holy roller or Bible thumper. Some of you guys have heard that. You know I will take it. If you call me a Bible thumper, I will take it. I love that getting the opportunity to share that scripture. And so um, I'm going to have you, I'm not, I don't want to put you on the spot to show your knowledge of scripture or anything like that. That's not my point here. My point is that, is that um, everybody knows at least a little bit of scripture. And so to utilize that. And and so one of the things that I, I thought of also in this is that's, it's really scary sometimes for people to share scripture. And I know some people have come to me and said, you know, why I don't do it is because I don't want to get it wrong from what it says in Scripture. I don't want to take it out of context, and that's true. We don't want to do that. Um, but for those who think it's scary and they and they they're nervous about that piece of it, I have some advice. Read the Bible. It'll help you to get all those things that you want in there. Even read the same Scripture over and over. That's okay. Take an opportunity to find those scriptures that God leads you to. And so with this, just this moment, I'm going to let you share, um, maybe it's a favorite scripture. Maybe it's uh, just a scripture that you know is in the Bible. Maybe it's a recent scripture that you've heard. Any scripture that you know is there, and just, and just share it. Even if you don't know all of it, just the essence of it maybe, um, share one of those things. And, and just maybe one or two people in the, in the group share. And uh, go ahead and do that again amongst yourselves in the small groups, and, uh, and then we'll come back in just a second. that we may struggle with this in also is that God gives us the appropriate scriptures at appropriate times, and so when I put you on the spot to say, share a scripture, I just wanted to get you the, get you the feel for it. It's okay to share scripture. You can be a Bible thumper. It's good. Tell the people about the scripture and, and, uh, and, and what's in there, and, and God will share those things in the moment with you. If you didn't have one because I put you on the spot now, that's okay. But just remember that God will share those with you in times when you need them, especially if you've had an opportunity to read the Bible. And this is a beautiful piece of this. We never know what God might do with the Scriptures that He has us share. We never know what God might do. He might do what we expect. We don't know for sure. If we look at uh, Isaiah 55 fifty-five, eleven, this is, this is a great piece of Scripture, and I'm going to open up my Bible and uh, read it to you all. If you've got your Bibles, you're welcome to turn there as well. Isaiah 55, 11. If you open up your Bibles to the middle, fairly often you'll hit Psalms or Isaiah. That's what I do. Okay, well, I do know where it's at. <clears throat> Psalm 55, 11 says this. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that what I desire. Excuse me and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Whatever God wants to have happen with that scripture will happen. It's not my decision. I can use it, but God will have it, ha- use it the way that he sees fit. And so that's another reason that we should be sharing those scriptures as often as we can um, with people to help them com- be comforted and encourage and build up the body. Uh, the last one that I'm going to share with you is is one of the things that um, I think that we... we we shy away from sometimes. And that is to ask the tough question. And some might say, well, how can that really edify or, uh, you know, build the body up and, and, and encourage? And I think that's one of the best ways to do it for me. I had some friends in my life who, when I was especially in high school, but they these guys, we got in a group and we would ask the tough questions of each other. What's going on in your life? And so... Um, those, there's lots of those questions out there. I'm going to ask you to share just a few of the questions. I don't necessarily want you to answer them with each other this morning. You can. That's not a bad thing. But um, just some of those questions that you can ask. And um, I want to I want to ask you, why is it so hard to ask the tough question? I hear some whispering out there. All, all the answers are good. This isn't a... You may get an answer. Yeah, you you may get something. You all of a sudden have to deal with. Oh man, now what do I do with this? Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons. Yeah, what else? And he, you may not like the answer you get. Okay. Yeah, and 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 we don't like to put people on the spot, right? We don't. That kind of and uh, and, and the one that got me most that I thought about is they might ask you that same question. Do we want to answer that same question? That's sometimes why we shy away from asking those tough questions. We don't, It's not that we don't want the accountability. We just don't want to have to answer those questions sometimes. I'm not saying And uh And so at this point, share with those around you an appropriate tough question. And, uh, and again, you don't have to answer. But what are some of those questions that maybe you could ask to help encourage or build up? in your in your small groups really quickly a few of those tough questions i think of and I don't mean to interrupt because I know there's lots of conversation going on, but um, we have to move on just a little bit. But a few of those questions that I think about are, you know, have you read your Bible today or lately? Uh, have you been praying for that? Um, how's your relationship with this person? Or, or how, are your, um, how are your Internet habits? What have you been doing on the Internet? These kinds of things, these are good questions to keep accountable um, and and edify the body and encourage one another and build each other up so um, those are those are some of those ways that I think that we can encourage one another and as we if you take a look we're going to jump back into the scripture again if you take a look at that scripture that I started with um, in verse 11 it talks about encouraging one another and at the very end if you look at the end of 13 what are the what are the last, words there that it says, live live at peace with one another, right? So here we have, it's togetherness. And and if you look at all through this scripture, it's talking about togetherness and it's just saturated with that. Um, So we're going to come back to that idea of togetherness in just a little bit, but uh, I I wanted to make sure that we saw that piece of it as we continue on. We look right in the middle of um, the scripture that I gave you. And First um, Thessalonians verse five, excuse me, chapter five, verse twelve, acknowledge those who work hard among you, or then it goes on to say, respect those who work hard among us. And I first received the scripture, and, and I kind of told God, "Well, I, I don't know if this is what you really want me to speak." Because as I looked a little d- deeper into it, it said, "It's it's really talking about kind of the." the pastors and and those who are on the council and, and those who are really active in, in the church. And so, and hear me out on this. I, I kept thinking, I can't go up and say, well, you need to respect us. That's, that's, not, that's not the point of what I wanted to see. And so I kept telling God that this isn't, you know, that's not where you want me to go. And, and he didn't let me have another scripture. And in fact, I think he really pushed me toward this. Um, and so, as I thought about that, and I actually talked with my father-in-law about it just a bit last night, and um, one of the things that he shared with me that, that I, I like to, um, I'd like to bring out today is that it, it's kind of the, the body working together. It's not kind of. It is the body working together. And those who work hard among you could be any one of us and should be any one of us. So let me ask you a few questions, and the answers are going to be obvious here, but that's okay. I still want to ask the question. Um, those who keep us on track, should we, is that ministry and should we respect them? Yeah, those who keep, absolutely. So another one, those who keep the building and the grounds up to date and, and do well in, in, in keeping it clean and everything, should, those those people should be, is that a ministry? Is Should we respect those people? I just saw an absolutely. I totally agree. That is a ministry. Um, Bringing new sheep into the fold, either here or just into the kingdom. That's really God's job, but we also get to participate in that. Is that ministry? Yeah, absolutely that's ministry. That one too. And uh, praying. Those who pray, should we respect that ministry? Is that a ministry? Absolutely. Again, those who work outside the church to provide for the church. Yeah, is that a ministry? Absolutely. Those people we, and in fact, those people that are working outside the church may have more impact on some of the some of the people out there to come into the church than we can if we stay in the church all the time. So they have a very important role, and I absolutely think that is ministry, and we should respect them. Um, some some people say that the pastors and the council members and the deacons are the ones who should do the ministry at the church. Is that true? I think so, absolutely, but it's also our job too. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's their job, but it's our job. It's my job. It's your job. God doesn't say that it's just the pastor who gets to go out and and People about Christ. That's why I brought some of these things in. How do we? How do we share with people? How do we get an opportunity to speak the Scripture or remind someone that uh, of the hope that we have in Christ? Those are things that we need to remember. Are also for us. So absolutely, it's their job, but it's our job, and we are together as the body of Christ. Um, at the Veritas meeting, anybody get to go to Veritas the last couple of Wednesdays, either one of them? Okay, we've got a few few hands. It was an opportunity for us to talk about the state of the church, kind of, and, and maybe where we're directed to go, what God has brought us to and where he's leading us to. One of, the, one of the opportunities we had was to go and mark an X on where we thought our church stood on kind of a, it was kind of a graph idea of if we were closest to um, the at-risk church or... The critical moment church, or the stable church, or the healthy missional church, and so a lot of people marked that we were at a stable place in in our, in our ministry, and whether I agree with that or not doesn't matter. The point is, if we are at a stable place, it's first because God has brought us to that place, and because those who have worked hard among us have helped us to get there. So absolutely, we should respect them and. Does that mean it's just the counselor or the deacons or the pastors? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I want you to think for just a moment about somebody in your life. I'm not going to make you share this person, but somebody in your life who has done ministry. Whether that, whether that be through um, a friendship or a family member has done that, or um, maybe it's some, a teacher somewhere who had done that for you, or... Maybe it's a deacon or a council member or a pastor or a youth leader or a group leader of some kind. Think about who has done ministry in your life. I had people in my life that definitely were those types of people. Definitely that uh, that person that... Um, did ministry in my life and intentional ministry, and sometimes those people can be annoying. It can seem that they're intrusive on my life. And I'll tell you right now, that is a good thing almost all the time. It's a good thing. Don't let it be that they're annoying. Let them keep you on track. Let them help you um, to move on. And Paul says should respect them that work hard among us, that do the ministry. Hopefully that's us as well, that we've done ministry in others' lives. And so what I would say to that is that we would respect them, that we would work with them, that we would learn from them, and we would become them to someone else in need. Would you pray with me? Father God, Thank you so much for this church, for the idea that we are community-strengthening community. God, that when we are solid as believers, Lord, we go out and share and strengthen your greater community. Father, we thank you so much for that opportunity, we pray today that we would work hard together. Lord, we love you, and we want to honor you with everything we have. I pray that you would take the tithes and offerings that we give to you now. And your kingdom with them. It's in your name we pray. Amen. To call the ushers forward to receive the offering, please.